Hey, beloveds, it is your girl, Beloved Jazz, and welcome back to Listening to Jazz, a podcast. So, um, I am taking a new route. I feel like I want to separate what I do uh, from who I am, not for, not because I don't want, I don't want to accept it, it's just more like... I guess I just want to work hard on those things instead of, you know, taking it lightly. So, but if you are on um, Instagram, please follow my podcast, Listening to Jazz. Um, I really, and I noticed that I deleted most of my, um, my podcast stuff from my original Instagram just because I, I I just I want to separate it, um, and I it could be because I'm like a little iffy about it, but I, I still am obviously want to podcast. I just want to have my own separate Instagram, and have you know I just want to separate business from pleasure basically. Um, so yeah, follow listening to jazz if you just want to um, you know get to know the podcast or put a face to a name. Uh, but yeah, so today is going to be about relationships and I know like relationships and stuff, you know, people, people gosh over relationships and stuff, but literally, I mean, I, I value relationships to a point, but I want to just talk about this episode on relationship green lights, um, but uh it is so it's surprising because my uh the most listened podcast episode that I have is about single women. So it's kind of ironic that now I'm right I'm talking about uh relationships. But literally everything that I've done as a single woman and everything that I talked about in that episode has literally contributed to who I am in my relationships. I don't have to separate oh you know, if I wasn't in a relationship, I would be doing this, this, and that. Literally everything that I've done uh, as a single woman, I've tried to continue that as a relationship woman. Um, Because we, I mean, it's hard to uh, have a good relationship these days, but I'm a firm believer that relationships start with yourself. If you have a good relationship with you, of course, you can thrive into having a healthy relationship with someone else. And this is not to go, you know, not to say that relationship red flags don't occur. And, you know, there are, you know, the other side of working in a relationship. But there are relationship green lights or green flags that do exist that, you know, help I I believe they're like signs that I should be doing this, you know. Of course, if, you know, there's hard work involved and, you know, there are things that like maybe I shouldn't be in this, but then there are things that uh, exist that say maybe I should be in this thing. Maybe I should continue this relationship because who knows how great it could be or how much how much better or more better it could be. Um, so yeah, and I wrote down a few that I've heard, um, you know, from, from other people or just from my own knowledge that I'm like, yes, this is what you have to have in order to have a healthy relationship. Um, so yeah, um, 
So my first point about relationship green lights is number one, number one, in order to have a relationship green light, you have to have some desire to be in a relationship. Like, and that was my, like, that was, that was the, I I feel like that's so important because I've always tried to have a relationship or not, not now obviously but in the past I've it seemed like I've always wanted to have a relationship with people who didn't want to have a relationship with me um whether they said it or they were just kind of trying to be more of a friends or friends with benefits but you know it was clear that in the past they didn't have the same relationship desire that I did so it's important that you have a relationship desire from both parties. Both people want to end up in a relationship. They want to be in a relationship. They value relationships. They think that relationships are... Like, you have to have some desire or some idea of a relationship. Not a friendship. Not, oh, you know, I want to still have sex with you, but I don't want to be with you. Like, you can't, you can't have relationship green lights and think that, oh, well, you know, eventually I can coerce them into being with me or I can show them that I am so, you know, amazing that they're eventually going to fall, you know, for me. And want to be. It does not work like that. I'm telling you this from my own past experiences, I I really thought that, like, if a guy said, oh, I don't want to be in a relationship right now, I just want to focus on blah, 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 I thought that was my point to, like, okay, I can trick them, you know, I say that honest because that's what I, what my mind was like, I can flip the script and trick them or kind of coach them into thinking that that's not what they want. But really, they want to be in a relationship with me. And that is not... When you do that as a woman, you're already uh, you're already accepting discretion or you're already, you know, accepting that point of like, okay, it's, it's kind of that manipulation thing. And we don't... I mean, you, manipulation is the opposite of love. It's the opposite of anything. So you want to have someone who is ready to be in a relationship with you you want that because if not you're gonna have you're gonna always do that like even if you say and I'm only speaking from a female perspective because I I only know I only know that perspective and I you know I think as my uh, Instagram or as my podcast grows bigger then maybe I will interview for the male you know perspective of this, but I can only speak on how it is to be in a be a woman and try to coerce a man into being in a relationship. So just say that you do say you do hear a man say, "I don't want to be," you know, "I'm not ready." Uh, you know, you hear that hesitation, and then you do end up like cooking for him, sleeping with him, doing everything that you think that he wants. And, you know, with the hopes of ending up in a relationship, say you do all of that and it it does work. You know, he says, okay, you know, we've been going hard for these, you know, say that everything that you've been doing end up, ends up working. Okay. So then, you know, every, like, because you did that, your whole relationship is going to be based on you 
doing most of the work. You're going to be doing most of the work to kind of keep him interested, to kind of, you know, hope that he, you know, keeps magically falling in love with you. And you're going to get exhausted. I know for me, I'm like, okay, like I... (laughs) I'm doing most of the work. He's not really stepping up to the plate. He's he's not really showing me anything, but I'm showing him everything that I have to offer. You're, somebody's going to get tired of the bull. So, yeah, that's why you want... And I, I feel like I've spent most of, <laughs> most of this talking about this because that is the most important step when you're trying to be with someone. You, be with someone. you want them to want to be with you, too. Okay, so my next relationship green flag is uh, communication. You know, like the first point of understanding or, you know, wanting to wrap your mind around if someone wants to be with you is if they communicate it, if they say it. Uh, and I'm not saying that, you know, they communicate. You're, you're not looking for a yes man, someone that's like, yes, yes, yes. You know, but you want someone who is good at communicating that, you know, they can sense that, okay, something's off. Maybe I should open up that door to communicate. You know, you want someone who is good at that because you're not always going to be in the mood. I know for me, I'm not always in the mood to want to say, you know, something's, you know, we need to talk about this. You want someone who is equally just as good as communicating as you are. And, you know, you want someone who uh, speaks their mind uh, no matter what. You know, you want to make it like, okay, even if they're upset, if they're sad, you want to make sure that communication is clear, you know. (laughs) And that would, I'm telling you, communication will tell you what you need to know. So I say this because I wrote down a point when I, I wrote down an old point that happened in most and majority of the time when I was trying to build a relationship with someone who either didn't want to be in a relationship with me or they had a bad past with the relationships. I I remember being, uh, you know, always being who I was. I'm, if anyone who knows me, they know that I speak my mind. Because <laughs> I, I just grew up whenever, like, I grew up as a child with the mindset, like, you know, speak now or forever hold your peace you know it was like it was always it always seemed like I had a like a do or die communication style like if I don't get this off my chest I'm never going to be able to say it again and like I I took that to heart because you know I we didn't communicate as a in my household I you know if someone was upset you know we kind of like pushed it under the rug you know, it was like all, you know, it was like communication didn't exist. So when I did speak, I was like, I, I'm going to be heard no matter if they want to hear me or not. And, you know, sometimes it gets <laughs> into trouble. But most of the time when I do have that mentality, it's a, it's something weighing on me that I'm like, it keeps happening. I can't let it go. So I'm just going to say it. So. I would have those moments where I would like, okay, I have to speak my mind. And the guy would run, like they would just stop communicating or they didn't see the importance of me having to work up that, you know, that communication. You know, they didn't see the importance of how communication was to me. 
And I like they would, you know, I don't have time for this right now. They would have rebuttals and, I, you know, rebuttals like, you know, we everything's fine. You don't, you know, what are you talking about? It would be like rebuttals instead of communications. And you don't like, that's not, <laughs> that's not communication. You're having a, it's like a script. And I don't like scripted conversations. I want real raw, like, you don't, you didn't expect this, but I'm here to, you know, communicate. I love that type, excuse me, because that's, that's honesty. And, you know, that's clear communication. You're communicating without having, you know, uh, you know, a facade or you're, you know, you want to do it. It's not saying that, okay, you know, I'm just going to, tell her what she wants to hear, you know, whatever. So communication is important. And that brings me to my next relationship red or green flag, excuse me, green flag. You want someone who has a well-rounded personality. And I I didn't value this until I'm like, okay, I have someone who is just like that. He doesn't change up when he gets around his friends. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't change up when he's around his family. You want someone who remains the same no matter what. Uh, You know, they don't try to like, you know, oh, I'm going to her church today. So let me put on my P's and Q's. You want someone who always, if they have P's and Q's, they always wear their P's and Q's. Um, Because if not, you're going to be dealing with someone who, who has a facade or someone who they, you know, they only can act, I don't want to say right, but they only can act, act, uh, I guess I'll just say right, because that's the first, that's the only word I can think of, but they only act right or act with a sense of, okay, I have other people watching these when they're around you or they're around church people or they're, you know, you don't want someone like that because that means that if they're doing that around other people, then they're doing that with you. Um, So you want someone who is the same no matter what, no matter where they are, no matter who's watching you, because that shows me that they have a sense of integrity and I love the word integrity because it literally says, like, you are who you are no matter who's watching. You know, you act the same. Um, yeah, it's like if you are a cashier and you're like, okay, this, the the general manager's here. Let me put on my, you know, good employee act. But then any other time you're stealing from the register. Like, that, that means you lack integrity if you have to wear multiple faces or if you have to act right in front of certain people or you act different, whatever. But having a well-rounded personality is key. And I will say if you are attracting people who don't have a well-rounded personality, it may be because you don't have one. And I'm saying that solely because I, you know, I felt like I had to not be fake, but almost like, okay, if I'm at the club, I have to be more a party girl. If I'm out, if I'm in the bedroom, I have to be a freak. If I'm out, you know, at work, I, we wear multiple hats, not saying that you, you know, you need to be all of that, you know, everywhere. But I guess, you know, like people know that your personality doesn't change. 
and you can be like I can be quiet if I'm out the club I can be you know like there's there can be multiple layers about you but it doesn't say that you're fake or that you're you know that that you need to change up who you are for the sake of other people basically um, and I used to do that. I, I used to change up, you know, I used to call myself a chameleon. I, I would, you know, blend into my environment. That's not, that's not, yeah, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> that. That's too exhausting and you're putting other people's opinion before yourself. So, yeah. Um, and my next point of a relationship green light is um, you see progression from both parties. I got to get repositioned for this one because this is something that I'm like, I've always wanted to see my partner do better if I, you know, if they're with me. But when you're in a relationship, you should change as well. I know for me, I, you know, I'm stopping some of my bad habits. I'm learning more at work just because this person is more, you know, he he has a professional um, lens about himself. Like, there are things that we both have changed and grown about. And it's okay. Like, I know, like, you know, they say, oh, you shouldn't change up if you're, you know, just because. But I say, if you're getting better, then if you're becoming a better person because of this person, then that that's all that matters. Like, I used to be like, you know, if they're making me, which I, and I, I, I can say this, I can. I've never had a relationship where the guy made me a better person because I've always, because I've always went with that mindset that I'm already a good woman and you can't change a, a good woman. But no, as a woman, especially one who is a good woman, there I have growth too that needs to occur and it didn't occur until I met this person or I didn't realize that like okay I sh- you know I should pour more into that growth that I've always wanted to um you know but I didn't have you know no I didn't have anybody to pay attention to that but now I do and um that's important when you see progression and you're both growing and you can realize you know when you are in that you know, versus you being in a relationship and you not, you, you can see the growth. And I know for me, like, when I look back on pictures or I look back in moments, I really see the growth in both of us. And I'm sorry to say this, but growth or progression, it takes time and it takes you actually being in that relationship to actually grow. Um, and this is a point where you're like, okay, I, I can't, I won't believe it until I see it. And, you know, that takes time. So if you're hoping that, you know, you're going to, this person's going to make you a big, a better person overnight, it's not going to happen. It takes time and it takes patience. It takes understanding. It takes compassion. It takes being upset. It takes a lot of emotions, but it is worth it. Um... And my next relationship, green light, is that there is an underlying connection. And what I mean by that is there is something deeper. It's not like you guys are cute, you know, you guys look so good together. Like, of course, that's, excuse, I was about to cuss, but of course that, 
looks okay for Instagram. You know, if you're looking at, oh, me and this person, we look so cute together. Everybody tells us all the time. But if you don't have a deeper connection, if you don't have something that is like, okay, I can have, I can look cute with anybody, but me and you have something deeper. We, we have something that we know is like, okay, this is a connection. This is chemistry. Um, and, uh, that is important. I've, I've looked cute beside many of men, but if they, you know, having a deeper connection, feeling like it's only us in the room no, I, it's that, that comes rare. And, uh, it makes me think back when I, when me and this guy first started dating and, um, I literally, it was like only a month or so in, <clears throat> And we went out to a party, and this girl, she's like, how long have y'all been together? We're like, oh, it's been a month. Or, you know, we're telling her the truth. She's like, what? I would have thought y'all were together for a long time because, you know, it's chemistry. It just seems like y'all have been together a while, and, I'm, and I've never heard that from anybody, uh, you know, ever when I've dated anybody. So for her to say that, not saying that I value other people's opinion or whatever, but it was just like, wow, like, it's a deeper connection that other people can see. And, you know, it. we have to cling to that because I will say that is rare. So having an underlying connection, something underneath the surface where you can literally, you know, connect each other to your soul, your personality, something deeper than just the outside, that's, that's important. Um, so, yeah, and... Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I wrote create healthy habits or end unhealthy habits, but I feel like that goes with, you know, progression. Um, So I won't spend too much time on that, but I guess I want to just reflect on my own relationship history and um, just use this as a time to just vent um, because now that I'm in a healthy relationship or I'm in something that I could see long term, it seems like other people question that happiness. They're like, is this real? You know, what do you see in this guy? And it mainly comes from other guys. I don't have women, you know, like, oh, what, what's going on here? It's uh, other women want to see us happy. But when it comes to other men and they see like they're like, what does he have that I don't have? They it's like they push their own insecurities onto our relationship. And if you're going through that, I want to say like, it's not you, it's them, it's the outsiders. And anytime you have rejection from outsiders, use that as a time to reflect with your partner. I know like you're not dating, you know, that person and outsiders, you're dating that person. So Anything that is bothering you about your relationship, don't go to other people. Go to your partner. And it took me a long time to see that because I tell you, I'm one of those like gossip girls. Oh, you know, me and him are going rocky. I need to call my mom. No. Or I was like, okay, you know, I don't know if this is, you know, making me feel weird about what he did, but... I need to talk about this to my sister. I made those mistakes when I was younger, mainly because I honestly, and I, I say this with the real, 
I honestly didn't see the value in protecting something good. It was like, you know, this is good, so everybody else needs to just shut up and be on board. You know, it's like, no, it's when you have something good, you want to act with a sense of protection. You want to like, okay, I don't need to share this with my mother, my sister, because this is going to make my partner look bad. And, um, you know, I'm not saying that you want to hide that person's, you know, but if you have things that you know that like this person's working on or that it's not really a deal breaker, it's just it happened. Don't go to your family. Don't go to your friends, you know, or, you know, or if you do go to someone who is going to be biased or unbiased, neutral, not that they like your partner more than they'd like you, but go, you know, go to a trusted, unbiased person because, you know, you're going to get your, you're going to get clarity that you need to see from, you know, people that they may not know you or him very well, but they're just like looking from the outside perspective. It seems like, you know, because I've, I've said things, you know, I've went to people and I've, I've been wrong about, you know, my own perspective or what it is. But um, I try, this relationship has challenged me to not, you know, go to the internet, not go to outside people, not go, you know, everywhere to talk about my relationship and talk about the flaws. Um, Not because I want to keep it looking like it's perfect, but sometimes it's unnecessary. And you're like, with the relationship intent, it's like, no, this this isn't going to bring us together. It's going to bring other people in our business and make it like, okay, we don't, you know, of course I don't need to be with this person because they said I shouldn't or whatever. But yeah, if you really have relationship issues, keep it in your relationship. That's why it's called relationship issues, not outsider plus relationship, you know, You know, if you do, if you really want guidance, guidance from a healthy, you know, from someone who's in a relationship, go to someone who's in a relationship. I've always went to single women trying to work out my relationship problems. And of course, they give me single women advice like, girl, you don't need him. Drop him, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, I'm in a relationship. I'm trying to make this work, but I want to talk about my issues. You know, that's when you go to a relationship person who has experience in healthy relationships or they just, you know, they want to see you and your partner thrive. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm I want to leave with um, a lesson of the day. Uh, and. And I, I've just used the the um, Chad Chadwick Bozeman. um I saw on Instagram, someone said the greatest lesson we can learn from him is uh, his ability to be uh, selfless. Yeah, selfless. And I guess today I will tell you to be selfless. I know like I most of my episodes, I tell you to, you know, encourage self-love and I talk about pouring back into yourself but sometimes it calls for us to be selfless to do things outside of ourselves for other people and I feel like with this podcast I really feel like I'm doing 
I'm going outside of myself for the sake of helping another person. So if you can do that in your own life today, try to do that because you never know when it's your last day. And I don't say that to like scare you or try to get you to, you know, get your life in order. But um, think about what other people would say about you when you're gone. Will they say that, you know, you're selfish and th- all you do is think about yourself or that, you know, you you were a selfless person. You you put everyone, you know, others first, and, which I, I, I do not want to be remembered for, you know, always putting everyone before myself. But I do want to remember, like, be remembered for having a sense of selflessness and, you know, me willing to you know, spare a 5% of my life to someone else to give them life or to uplift them, empower them. Um, so yeah, I, this is me taking 5% of my life and dedicating it to you. I feel like, like I want, I've gotten, I'm not saying that I've gotten this relationship stuff perfect, but if you look back on, you know, all of my, all of the things that I've been through relationships, you're like, if she can be in a relationship and talk about what, you know, what works for her, then of course you can do it too. So, um, take, you know, take some time out today to be selfless, whether it's giving a compliment or giving, you know, just being a listener, being there for someone else, doing something outside of yourself. So, yeah. And I think that's it. So remember always be love. Be loved, beloved Jess.